Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Batch Report Down Under. We're on episode 10 of my Agnew season of The Australian Bachelor. You're here with Lindsay and Andrew, and we're here to recap and chat your favorite episodes and chat. Chit chat. Um, I guess we might as well get right into the episode. Yeah. We're down to the top nine girls, and you know, it's getting pretty serious. So let me just recap real quick, and then we can go through it and give our opinions. So basically, there's going to be a group date. Uh, two girls leave tonight, and uh, we find out a little bit more about Abby and Matt's relationship. But we also find out a little bit more about Chelsea and her past relationships. Ellie gets quite a bit of yeah. attention. So he's kind of weaning out the ones that are probably don't really have a shot. Yeah, so... Asha comes in and he's like, falling in love is risky business. You want to be on this group date, basically. Yeah. And Mary, Abby, Helena, Ellie, Emma all get to go on this group date. Which I am really curious why Mary got onto the date. I think it would be too obvious if he didn't invite Nicole or Mary on the group date again, like two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think Nicole had gone on the group date last week, but... No one-on-one, but Mary didn't, so I think that's why. At this point, I'm just like, my opinion on Mary is that she's just there for the commentary. Her commentary is Is wonderful. pretty great, yeah. And, like, there's no other girl on that show like her at this point in the And I want her to go on Paradise just so bad, just for the commentary. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this date was, like, all about doing, like, acrobatic stuff. And the guy who was teaching them had the craziest mustache. Oh, yeah. So they're going to do these acrobatic things. And, like, I'm like, this guy is, like, kind of, like, greasy. Like, his mustache was, like, straight up out of a comic book. Like a steampunk comic book. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty funny. Yeah. He he looked like he was doing that. And then, like, Matt picked Ellie to do, like, the first exercise thing with, which... Part of me was like, ooh, maybe he likes Ellie like a little bit more than everyone else at this point. But then he was she was also the one standing close to him at, closest to him at the time. Yeah. So it may have just been like, oh, you're right here. I pick you first. Sure. And I think that they it's I mean, from what I see, it's almost kind of like they're forcing something that they want to be instead of like mm-hmm. letting it naturally happen too. like it's not very natural with them. They're not like, oh, yeah, like we are perfect for each other. They're like, oh, like she's saying, like she really wants these and I think that this is what I want kind of thing. And And it looks good from like a PR standpoint. Like if he was to pick her in the end, like, oh, he fell in love with like the nurse who lives from the country. Who wants children. And And, like it looks like she's perfect, would be the perfect mother that can make Mm -hmm. sandwiches for the child. Yeah. Whereas opposed to like someone like Abby, which is like, well, she probably would neglect her child. You know, realistically, I mean, let's just say it out. Yeah, um, but down the road, she could probably have kids for sure. But but right now, she's not like there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like Abby is kind of like flighty. Like she'll, like she's the person to just like drop everything and be like, oh, I'm just gonna go travel right now, or oh, I'm gonna go like. She's not tied down to anything, yeah. so I think it's hard to be like, oh, a doctor or whatever he is, astrophysicist with. Like, this girl who's not committed to anything. Sure. Like, that's a harder PR story to, like, yeah. get behind. Um, and then Abby was the second one to do, like, some of the exercises with Matt. 
and like her boobs are hanging out of her shirt because oh, yeah. she's and, like upside down. And Mary's commentary was just Mary is so like, funny. girl, this is too much. Her <laughs> boobs are out. <laughs> her boobs are out. Yeah. Like, Mary's the best. <laughs> and then like they hardly they didn't show Mary do any of it. I'm sure she did, but they didn't yeah. show it. And then I have a feeling it was awkward more than Helena anything. and Emma. They hardly showed. It was just kind of like in montage. Which um, I realized something on this episode. Helena is Helena is like really skinny, like really thin. Yeah, she, like not like muscular thin, like just naturally tall and thin. Which is weird because isn't she like a health expert or something weird? Which I mean, or maybe she eats very very well and like that keeps. She her... She might be like vegan or something as well. Yeah, and not being able to build up as much muscle because she doesn't eat as much protein. Could be, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's just they didn't show her. But doing any of the acrobatics so it's like we didn't really get to see if she had strength but mm-hmm. just seeing like paying attention to that because it is kind of like a more physical date like you're seeing like okay like and i thought it was interesting yeah. because the girls there had very different body structures from each other yeah so like you have helena who's very tall and thin and then you have ellie who's shorter and curvier and then you have abby who's kind of like she's curvy like, but she's very thin as well yeah um but she's also has she's not as thin as Helena. So like, and she's also a little shorter. And too. then Mary is curvier than Helena, but not as curvy she's as short Ellie. Too. And like, yeah, so less muscular. So you're uh, seeing build. like all these different body types doing different acrobatic stuff. And I wonder if part of them choosing who did which exercise was actually like based on their like physical abilities and skills Could and be. such. Yeah. Because it's like they had Abby doing all these crazy things that I didn't see any of the other girls doing anything similar. Yeah. Like I don't see Chelsea doing. Well, Chelsea wasn't there. But you mean. Yeah. I'm saying that's probably why she maybe didn't get picked. I'm not sure. Yeah. So. And then he has to pick one of them to do like the synchronized silk routine. Well, Abby kind of dominates. Oh, yeah. Right. So she's like getting all the time and like he keeps going back to Abby well, that's what the editing showed anyway. Well, so. at the beginning of the editing, they were like, all the girls were like, oh, Ellie's already won this. Ellie's already won this. Why are we here? Like, yeah. they obviously have this connection. But then he picks Abby because Abby, like, really pushed herself in there and was like, sure. I'm going to get this time. Yeah. Like she does. And honestly, I think that he and Abby have a lot stronger connection than he and Ellie, even though people think he and Ellie have something really strong. I, you know, I'm really surprised about that because on the earlier episodes... Abby, like, there's been, like, a lot of drama around Abby. Mm-hmm. And a lot, like, Sagan went after Abby. Like, Abby ratted out um, Monique. Monique. Like... And so, like, all that craziness is hitting Matt, you know. And and then it's, like, Matt's best friend is, like, well, you know, Abby might not be here for the right reasons. Or she may not be ready for what you want. And so it's, like, even against all those odds, I still think they probably have the most natural chemistry out of at least the girls on the group date however i honestly think that has a lot more to do with uh, abby's tenacity yeah yeah and i think she's charming yeah she's charming she's very strong personality so he ends up picking abby to do the synchronized routine with so all the other girls have to go back to the mansion and then Abby and Matt get to spend some, like, one-on-one time together. And she basically well, just says how sexually frustrated she is and how she would spend all day pashing him. Yeah. What Which do you think I thought, about... So I thought pashing at first was, like, having sex with. 
But then I'm wondering if passion is like slang for like passionate kissing, like making out. Could be. What do you? Okay, so they do this thing where they go up. Like they didn't really do any acrobatics. They no. basically went up, they pulled them, and then they just like kissed as they went down. As they spun. So around. what do you think about that? Like, is that like kind of like cliche? Like to me, that felt like a little bit cheap. Um, like, there's know. a lot of things on this show that I've noticed, like the moments when he does things that are really cliche and really cheesy. Like it almost seemed kind of like crass in a lot of ways. I was just like, uh, like, like wasn't, it, he... I know it was supposed to be like a romantic gesture of like sweeping over her foot, but to me it felt like force, like they felt like they had to do it rather than like something that just naturally happened. Well, it's like when he kissed Ellie during the fire dance last week. Yeah. Where it was just like, okay, you're trying to create this picture-perfect moment that they can use in a montage at the end if you choose them. Correct. Like, that's how I see those moments. For sure. And I feel like they're like, oh, when you're going down, make sure you kiss her. Like, it'll be really great. Yeah. Like, I think there's, like, some little birdies in the ears saying. Yeah. Honestly, I think they have a very lustful relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think it has... I think it's very short-term, maybe, at this point. But I definitely think they have the strongest chemistry together but i also think they're forcing a lot too and she is super competitive yes yeah so so after they do their little dance silk thing they go and they are like sitting on this really cool flying saucer lounge chair it's like a floating pompous chair it was pretty cool yeah and there were like cool lights underneath it was kind of uh and they basically make out and then abby says oh um, I really can start to see a future with you. Yeah, she said she wanted to have like these serious chats and she's like, it's now or never. Like, I have to let you know how I feel, but it feels awkward with cameras around. Like, she said something along yeah. those lines and it was like, okay. Like, I understand, like, I get that she wants to like have a serious chat, but I feel like it wasn't very deep, even yeah, so. And surprise, surprise, she gets a rose. Of course she does. And we will talk about the one on one date after this short break. Hi everyone, I just discovered a new game that I think you will love. Best Fiend Stars is a super fun, casual game that anyone can play, but it was made for adults, which is perfect because most of you are probably adults. It's a bright and explosive puzzle game with snappy and colorful graphics. I love that you can play as little or as much time as you want, and I often play in the mornings before Andrew gets up or when I have a few minutes of downtime in the middle of the day. It's my favorite way to tune out the world for a little while and just decompress. There's no internet required, so it is perfect for traveling. And if you guys decide to play, be sure to share your progress with us on social media because we would love to see how you're doing. They do monthly updates, so there's always something new. While you smash through puzzles, you collect a bunch of super cute characters, which I am obsessed with because they are literally the cutest. Match and blast your way through explosive puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. There's even a fun social feature that allows you to team up with friends and family. Download Best Fiend Stars for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain? Trouble sleeping? You're not alone. Many of us do. Personally, I get the worst car anxiety and it drives Andrew crazy. And I spent forever searching for anything that would help. And then I discovered Feels. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleepiness. You just place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. So Lindsay and I started working out just recently, and we come home sore. And we sometimes have trouble falling asleep because of how sore we are. And 
a lot of times I will take feels to just relax, chill out, and get knocked out. It is literally my favorite thing. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support system to help guide you through your personal experience. And Feels works nationally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash batchreport and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash batchreport to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash batchreport. Just do it. You know you'll appreciate it. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back. You know, it's been a long couple minutes. Long few minutes. Or, you know, a short few minutes. All right, let's jump right back into it. Chelsea gets her date. Woohoo. I guessed this earlier in the episode. I was like, I bet you Chelsea gets a one-on-one date before Nicole or Mary get one-on-one dates. And, you know, I was right. Yeah. Nicole's been kind of under the radar. Like, not as fiery as I thought she was going to be. I remember that very first episode we did of the show. I was like, Nicole is going to be all the drama She's going to be so annoying. She's going to be in everybody's face. I thought her and Rachel were just going to be like the worst. Bouncing off the walls. And they hardly showed Rachel before she left until last episode. And then Nicole just like is just barely there all Mm -hmm. the time. She's just in the background. It seems like Abby's causing most of the drama. And Sagan has actually been causing a lot of drama too. Like the two people I thought at the beginning, I was like, oh, I really like both of them. They're like really fantastic. And now I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So Chelsea goes to a building in Sydney. Yes. Called. I think it's the Merker. The Merker. Or Mercer. Mercer. Mercer Merker? probably. Yeah. I think it's so, a hotel from what I could tell. Like a historic hotel. Yeah. They made like a big deal about it. They're like, no one's ever done this off this building. They're going to trapeze off of no. the. They're they, going to. What's the word you used? I used to say belay. Belay. But they belay face forward. Like facing the ground. Mm-hmm. Like they're if you were to fall off a building. So, they make jokes about it. They're like, well, we're secret agents, blah, blah, blah. And Chelsea's, I guess, down with it. Yeah, she was really enthusiastic when he told her about it. She was like, I can do that. Let's do it. Yeah. And then they go to, like, walk off the side, like, down the side of the building. And she immediately, like, slips off. I know. And is just, like, dangling, like, upside down, sideways with her butt in the air the entire way down. Yeah. And it's really funny because she'll get her, like, feet back on the building for, like, one or two seconds and then be sideways again. Yeah. As Matt's, like, not helping but trying to take it really seriously, kind of. Kind of. And Except it looks like, like a mess. at her the whole time. And he's not like, helping. <laughs> it's like they're dangling from 14 stories up and he's just laughing about it. Yeah. Um. So when they get to the bottom, he gives her a kiss. Which I think was supposed to be really cinematic, but seemed really awkward. Yeah. It kind of seemed like he went in and she was like not really in that mood yeah but i don't know if he did it for the cameras or or what but it seemed forced but i guess she went along with it when she figured out what was going on which something that andrew mentioned while we were watching he was like with matt and chelsea matt is the one pursuing chelsea Mm -hmm. and with like abby it's abby pursuing matt yeah so it's like this really interesting dynamic yeah like chelsea is more introvert mm-hmm. and abby's like extrovert and she's so, like a competition i think yeah she's like very competitive and she's like constantly 
she's like, once she decided what that she wanted to go for Matt, she just, nothing's getting in her way. So after they trapeze down, they have a nice little cheese plate. With some clear champagne. Some clear champagne. Which I, I noticed. I was like, is that sparkling water? But they have a champagne bottle. Yeah. Unless maybe they had sparkling water I mean, in a bottle. We're drinking champagne right now. And this is pretty light. But it's I guess with certain with lighting, it. it could just have looked clear. But I, I first thought she wasn't drinking and he was drinking. And that's why the color difference. But then his was also clear. So. I mean, champagne's supposed to be in the grape is grows in like a colder climate. And mm-hmm. so if they were drinking like an Australian champagne, then it could have been like overly baked grape. Very true. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like speculating at this point. So Chelsea opened up a little bit about her previous relationship that she was in, like her yeah. long term relationship. It actually brings some context and like color to the type of person she is. And it said that he was always like it was like the relationship was all about the other like the guy. Her past relationship. And she wasn't ever a factor in anything he did. He just did it. And she like he was like, Oh my gosh, this is making my brain break. Oh, Um, uh, Matt said that. Yeah, Yeah. about Chelsea's thing. And you find out like Chelsea's ex boyfriend had cheated on her multiple times and was like very mean about the things he said to her. Honestly, that's like way vulnerable of a thing to open up about in front of a camera, especially. Yeah. And like, I don't know if Matt was giving enough empathy in my, like, in my opinion. Like, if I was him, I'd be like, oh, dude, like, I don't think you should be saying, you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, I want to hear that. Like, it's almost like shining a flashlight in his eyes. Like, how could he ever show empathy is how I look. And instead, he was just like, this breaks my brain. Who could ever treat Chelsea like that? And it's like, you're not really putting yourself in her shoes at all. You're basically just You're saying, sympathizing. Like, oh, who could treat her like that? She's so hot. She's so, like, nice. Yeah. Like, who would treat her That's like That's how I look at it, Instead too. of, like... Instead of, like, sitting in it with her, you're, like, sitting outside of it going, oh, like... You know what I mean? Like, oh, that looks like it really sucks down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, which was yeah. really bizarre. So it doesn't actually help her what he said. In my opinion. But so, she gets the rose. She does get the rose. Obviously. Because I mean, how could she not? Technically being vulnerable is like kind of a superpower and that's what she was mm-hmm. doing. So like that was really cool. But I also think he's less not the right person for her at this point. But okay, so moving forward. Speaking of being vulnerable, the cocktail party begins. Oh yeah. So and, they uh, jump to the cocktail party. Sagan decides she's going to belly dance for Matt in like a prince like an orange princess jasmine type costume. But then but, you find out that she doesn't know how to belly dance. Yes, yeah, she's never taken lessons. She just watched some Shakira music videos and thinks she can belly dance. And it is not fantastic. It's I give her like props bad. for trying. It's not bad, but it's definitely not like good. But I think it was really just like a last ditch effort to try to get his attention because she was feeling like, hey, you know what? I haven't had a date since the first week. We haven't really had any time. I could be going home. Yeah. So they show that, and then she's like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And then Ellie has some alone time with Matt and gives him this box. And she's like, I've never given anyone what's in this box before. It's really important. Whatever. And then he opens it up, yeah. and it's a flannel shirt. She basically, like, made a huge deal about it. And then it just turned out to be, like, the dull. Like, to me, really dull. It wasn't even an attractive flannel shirt, in my opinion. But maybe in Australia, that's... 
Honestly, all of their styles, like, I would say two years. A few years behind. A few I years would say behind. five years five behind. Five years behind. But... Like, actually, their dresses at this cocktail party, some of them were very flattering. And some of them actually... Ellie had a really time. great dress. Yeah. Ellie but, did, and so did Abby. Abby had a good dress. But I do think that the style there was even still, like, two or three years behind. Sure. Yeah. Um, So she gives him the flannel shirt, and she has him take off his shirt to put on the new and shirt. all the other girls start to get jealous. Well, some of the girls, like Helena and Chelsea or Kristen or whoever it was... We're all like, oh, yeah, we've seen it. No big deal. And Abby's like, I've seen it twice. What did, do you remember what Mary said? And then I don't remember what Mary said. Do you? She was just like something about Ellie's I can't compete or like something about Ellie's world or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. I mean, you know, oh, he's getting him to take your, you know, essentially she was like basically like I'd never even seen him without a shirt and Ellie's getting him to take his shirt off. And then no Nicole problem. is like, oh, my God, he looks so good. And everyone's like, we've already seen it. We've already seen it. No I've big deal. Done that. Yeah. And then I think that's part, like, I think Nicole's known for a while that she's probably going home soon. Yeah, I think so. So when she saw that and was like, oh, everyone's also has already seen him. They've all had one-on-one time. Like, that just kind of reiterated, reiterated to her that, like, she was kind of on the out. She's finished. Yeah. So... What happens next is Asha comes out. And it's time for the rose ceremony. And two people are going home this week. Two people. Which I'm like, thank goodness. They got to pick up the speed here. Yeah. Um, But Abby and Chelsea already have roses. So only five more roses are handed out. And in order, I'm just going to go through the order. Sure. Briefly. So it's Ellie, Kristen, Emma, Sagand, and Helena. And they put this long, long, awkward break before he said Helena's name. But then he smiles while saying it. I think they drew it out longer in editing than it actually was in real time. Could be. And what I've noticed is the person called last often gets a one-on-one date the next week. Which Helena, I think, is just about due for a one-on-one date. Yeah. So, you know, mark my words, I think Helena is getting a one-on-one date. Yeah. And we say goodbye to both Nicole and Mary, which is really no surprise. I mean, I'm sad to see Mary go because I love her commentary. I mean, Nicole even sometimes has decent commentary. Correct. But we're left with, you know, a few people who we never see any commentary from. So it'll be interesting when it boils down to the last few. Let's see. Can't wait. Okay. So we will talk to you guys next week about even more Bachelor Down Under stuff. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Bye.